Hello, and welcome to the Animation Communication Podcast, your source for discussion about animation, film, fandom, and more. So please join our host, I Love Kim Possible A Lot, or KP, and Riddle of Lightning, Real or Josh, for today's discussion. If you like what you hear, please remember to show support by giving a like, follow, as well as subscribing to the main I Love Kim Possible A Lot channel on YouTube. Spread the word, and thank you for being part of our community. This episode contains some mild adult language. Hi everyone, welcome to this week of Animation Communication, the very special episode episode where we're going to talk about safety and crossing the street and, you know, hopefully this is a parent episode where parents can listen and be like, oh, yes, someone I can finally trust, online safety, the Kim Possible a lot lady. So, um, if you're new, I'm... I love Kim Possible a lot. I always it's always a lot to say. Um, or KP for short, and I'm the on the podcast, I guess, and I run yes, it you are. and stuff. Yeah, last time I checked and Riddle's here too. So Hello. Say, how are you doing, Riddle? I'm doing fantastic and I'm ready to have a wonderful podcast with our guest Lyle Convoy. How professional. Alright, so um Lyle, why don't you introduce yourself? Who All are right. you? What do you do on the internet? I am Lyle Convoy. I am a very old, angry man. I like talking about cartoons, action figures, comics, but I also concern myself very deeply with children's safety online. And when I get the chance to, I'm reporting and exposing child predators. Very noble thing of you to do on your spare time. It's, you don't have a lot of that. No, I don't. It's um, It can be very frustrating uh, in a lot of cases for a lot of different things, but we're here to talk about uh, how kids can keep themselves safe, and it can actually roll into how adults can also keep themselves safe, and I'm excited to be here, so I appreciate you guys bringing me on. It's like we like doing things that help society and are not just here for, hey, come notice us. We talk about My Little Pony and stuff on the <laughs> Society. We live in one. We live in one. We, we, sure, we sure do. So anyway, um, I guess we'll get to the news and then we'll figure out how to keep your children safe online and also how that ties into conventions as conventions get more popular because conventions are a great place for kids provided that, you know, security is the way it's supposed to be and, you know, on. You play anyway. safe. You play- <laughs> All right. Okay. What's the news, Riddle? So, in the world of news, um, there's a bit of a kerfuffle this week. Um, Bay- Baymax, exclamation point. Um, there's going to be return of the the the, the Hero 6, Big Hero 6 um, crew. You know, the, the, the character Baymax is going to have their own little TV series. Um, I think yeah. it already released, or some of it already did. Yeah, that was, I believe that was the promo. Um, oh, but, yeah, okay. Uh, like, um, let's... So anyway, he's talking about there's um, a big Hero Six, another big another big Hero Six um, spinoff that is a series now on Disney Plus where it's 3D animated instead of the other one which was 2D animated. Um, you know, so I think it's coming out this week, right, Riddle? Something like that. It's coming out soon. Um, I didn't get I didn't get a, a date, um, but right now there's 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 a lot of uh, teaser trailers floating around. Um, I, the, the, the big issues though, is on the, the Twitter people complaining about the Baymax, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, uh, did you, did you see these tweets going, floating around on your feed? Um, I'm just checking to see if there's, if they have a release date for it yet, or if it's already been released and you were just dumb. 
We could be dumb. I mean, that is, that is, that is completely in the realm of possibility. But um, I don't believe it's out yet. Um, oh, it's out yet. <laughs> oh, it is? It, um, so all... 90-minute so, films. Yeah, 90-minute films. So it um, released a couple of days ago, June 29th. So anyway... Oh, it's out. Yeah, yeah it's out. Hooray. Time flies. <laughs> Good thing I checked, Riddle. Thank goodness. Crisis averted. Crisis averted. So um, you're talking about the scene where they have they have um, Baymaxes buying periods, right? Period pads. He's buying period pads. <laughs> He's for buying character. Buying periods. <laughs> yeah, Baymax is buying periods. No, buying buying um, pads um, for a character, if if I do recall, and didn't know exactly what to do. And in the background, there was a, a masculine-looking person buying pads. <laughs> There's and, a there's a there's a trans there's a trans man buying pants. Yeah, yes. yeah, yes, and 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 that 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 made everyone on the internet mad. Um, well, I, I I think it will get better over time. You know, I hope, I hope, like, gets, I hope people just stop caring about these things and just get on with their lives. Well, and, they're so and, mad about it, they can go a couple hours down and get like the the butt hurt medicine. There you whatever go. it's called. Uh, preparation uh, H. That's preparation it. They can go there. H. There he goes. Yep. Well, the the issue I have with people that go on about this is twofold. Number one, most of the people complaining never even cared. Like, they're not going to watch it to begin with. And, and secondly, cartoons have always talked about modern social issues, like, literally all the time. Sometimes not in the best way, unfortunately, with some early Popeye episodes. But this is a <laughs> common thing. People acting like this is brand new just baffles me. Yeah. It's like people on the internet can be dumb. Yeah. It reminds me of like the Turning Red fiasco as well. This just reminds me a lot of this. I just think that there's just a, a, a group of men that just that think periods are icky. But but Riddle, they hit the, <laughs> Pentag- they, they hit the Pentagon. They hit the Pentagon! They hit the Pentagon! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now moving Sorry. on. Now moving on I to other people. I haven't been exposed to too much of that. Speaking <laughs> of the Pentagon... Um, Moving on to the next bit of news, um, Harley Quinn's getting a season three on HBO well, we knew, Max. We knew that already. <laughs> I think it was re- announced a while ago. Does it have like a release date or something? Or um, it's going to date. It's the episodes one and three is going to debut on July twenty eighth. So that's pretty close. That's pretty yeah. Close. If you um, want to and have HBO Max, <laughs> stupid joke. Anyway, um, um, Harley Quinn. I think is, like, the best thing that's come out of DC since Beach has. I don't know, Leo, you probably know the DC stuff more than I do, if you want to, like, chime in on that. But, um, I was just gonna say, um, but I really like it. It has a lot of Kim Possible vibes to it, except in a more, obviously, mature It's very atmosphere. crass. It's very crass, but, like, in a fun way. Like, yeah. if you're watching my videos, it's probably similar way. And I highly recommend it. It's really good. I like it. Um, Definitely not know, for kids, though. Oh yeah, definitely not for kids. They say bad words and do bad things in it. But go ahead, Leo. Well, when it comes to DC, um, I tend to keep track more with what they have going on with comics currently. Um, A lot of their more animated stuff recently I haven't been all that impressed with. While I understand the Harley Quinn show, I I know its audience and I know that it has its place, it's not really my biggest thing because I've never been too big on Harley as a character. Um, I've always been more focused on Batman himself and some of his internal family. But DC is doing some really wild things right now, and it doesn't surprise me that that show got another season that's been very popular among uh, primarily younger people. And, of course, with um, some people that are 
gay, that's what they really like, and that's fine. I don't hold any of that against them, obviously. Currently in the comics, Harley Quinn's actually operating with Batman and is trying to find out what happened to Poison Ivy because she went away a while ago and nobody's seen her. Well, and the the main hardcore can't... I mean, the, oh, I was going to make, make it fun of you, but I just, like, couldn't do it the rest of the way. That's okay. <laughs> but I was going to be like, actually, in the A line of the comics books for the official DC that's been canon, you know, that's what I was going to do. So, <laughs> Well, the other thing they have coming out at some point in the future, they did a teaser trailer for it a few days ago, is a Super Sons... Um, animated oh, film that's yeah. done in CGI. And as somebody who owns like the Super Sons Omnibus, I really enjoy those stories. They're adorable first and foremost. But I'm hoping they do well because when Bendis got a hold of Superman, he aged up Superman's kid, so now he's a teenager. And he doesn't get to have as many fun adventures with Damian Wayne, and they don't get to play off each other as well anymore because of the massive age gap. So I'm hoping this movie doesn't suck. Me too. Is, is this just the Superman son? Is it like Zod's kid or is it actually his kid? It's his kid. Uh, <laughs> fun I thing see. about comic shenanigans. Uh, during New 52, uh, the characters from the original like post-crisis continuity were in some weird form of limbo where they didn't have their powers. So that's when um, Superman and Lois created a child. And then when Rebirth happened and New 52 was overwritten for the most part, boom, Jonathan Kent's now around and he has powers and nobody died from it. Thank goodness. Comics get well, weird. Comics get you guys weird. lost me there. Um, <laughs> it's just it's just the, the idea of Superman having a kid is kind of, is always a touch and go. How they oh, do okay. It. That's fair. That's fair. Either, either it's someone else's kid or it's a clone or blah, blah, blah. Are you, are you implying that DC makes mistakes? More that it's it's more that sometimes and yes they do, but it's more than sometimes <laughs> they they overthink things in terms of logic and like okay the the common concept is all right Superman is an alien species he has an absurd amount of power um th- there's a I can't remember if it's an article or a book called a Man of Steel Woman of Tissue that went over this entire concept of whether or not Superman could copulate with Lois and. Because of that, DC overthinks things in the absolute worst possible direction, so they use a very convoluted situation to justify him having a kid, and so you need to justify it in fiction. So that yeah. that's how we got there. Yep. Suspension of disbelief. Sometimes even the writers need to do that. So you want so to hear they... about... Go ahead. So I guess my follow-up, are they trying to like scientifically like make up shit to that like kryptonites can have the same DNA structural pattern as humans and shit like that? It's more. It's more of... Um... Let's see if we can make this character happen in a way that's not going to get us a bunch of really stupid comments. <laughs> but if you think Angry that's weird, you, right? If you think that's weird, you ought to hear about um, the original April O'Neil's origins in the original Ninja Turtles comic. Now that's that'll mess with your head. Oh, that'll <laughs> mess with your head. Is that a rabbit hole I don't want to go down? Um, essentially, April O'Neil is a drawing. Oh, okay. It's like Doodle Bob. Yeah, quite literally like like Doodle Bob, and she found this out via time travel and occupying the body of a roach. Oh. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> That's normal. Rick did that one time, too. Yeah. Um, what's the next one thing, Riddle? Oh, another thing. Um, speaking of DC, um, there's going to make a Justice League and a Ruby crossover movie. It was in... Um, RTX Austin 2022, they had the announcement. Um, Ruby is a 
is a show by Rooster Teeth. They did um, Red versus Blue, um, mm-hmm. which was pretty good for like the the, 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 the first bit, and then it kind of like lost its way. And people have similar opinions with Ruby. Um, so who knows how this is going to turn out? Um, I just I, I don't know. Crossover stuff is always kind of interesting. I like the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Batman crossover. Um, I thought that was interesting. I like that. Which one? There's three of them. There's three of them, but the the recent movie that came out. Oh, the movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty fun. It was fun. Yeah, like you, you, it, like you can't really take it seriously. You gotta like just you're just there for the ride. Yeah, but they missed the best part of that entire crossover that they were adapting. What was that? This is where my parents died, Raph. <laughs> <laughs> this is where my parents died. Oops, oops. You guys are making references to things I don't understand. It's making me feel oh, left out. There's a there's a meme where um, Batman is showing where his the, the crime alley to Raphael because Raphael is always the the angry brooded one. So he's trying to, you know, they're trying to bond, trying to yeah. bond and channel his rage. Blah blah. And somebody added a speech balloon that actually wasn't there for Raph for the meme where Batman says, "This is where my parents died." Raph and Raph's response is, "Cow a bummer." <laughs> 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 it's very good <laughs> what a great meme good meme <laughs> bummer man well, yeah most uh, most crossovers tend to be god awful so I tend to avoid most of them but the two Batman comic crossovers there's a part one and a part two from the main line and then there's one for TMNT Adventures and Batman the animated series that crossed over that one was really good so, oh yeah we're getting off topic. Um, Sorry. But that's okay. That's but okay. There's not a lot of talk about Ruby. Ruby's Ruby. But that's just a thing that's coming up. Okay. Well, that's neat. Um, Ruby's the one with the blonde hair, right? There there, 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 are, there are, I believe, four main characters. Okay. <laughs> Ruby's the blonde one, right? No. Yes. Exactly. You got it. <laughs> Don't you okay. lie to her like that. <laughs> All, All right. right. Anyway. <laughs> On to the main topic, internet safety with Flyo. So, Flyo, when did you start caring about internet safety? Well, to a point I've always cared about it, but I didn't get involved with things like that directly until 2018. And the reason why that is, is while I've never been a brony and concern myself very little with that show, uh, there were some people on that side of the internet that I did occasionally watch their content. And, of course, in 2018, a very specific individual got outed for his activity. And I came to a decision of I could either be one of these guys on the outside that's always telling people how to operate without doing anything, or I can knuckle up and start doing things myself. So I wound up connecting with a few people that um, were willing to put in on this. Unfortunately, those uh, relationships have soured in one way or another, one in the worst of possible ways, because he was a complete and utter scumbag that wound up using his position to try to get with children. And the other person, of course, we had a falling out back in December over this topic. But when it comes to child safety, it's something that should be simple to do, but it's something that a lot of people don't give a lot of thought in, specifically because kids aren't really known for three-dimensional thinking. And unfortunately, it, it's come around to where back when I was a kid, a lot of parents used the television as a babysitter. Well, now instead they use the Internet, and these kids are not taught how to keep themselves safe, and the parents don't seem to care. Yep. Like back in 2010, you can search up internet safety videos on YouTube. You find that it was a thing like they try to harp on in back in 2010s and 2012s. Um, and once in a while, you'll still get a PSA on the television. 
or on in TV shows like Arthur or Gumball. But it seems to have the idea of internet safety has gone away. Like um, when it comes to try to um, proliferate some kind of messaging mm-hmm. um, with children, like the, the government may run an ad once in a while, but it, they only really pay lip service to it. They don't get really deep into the things that mm-hmm. children should be aware of and what parents should be aware of when their ch- child is online. Um, things like what is personal information? Like um, a child might not even know what that that is and what in, what things they're saying might be personal information. Um, do you think that PSAs and stuff like that are missing from some things that the or are just children that is not listening at all? Or what, where, where you come from with this, Lyo? It's a bit of column A, a bit of column B, but there's also a column C because a lot of social media now um, happens either via Twitter or via diff servers or they have friends there and they don't care enough about them or are genuinely ignorant to where they don't know how to stop somebody. I mean, the riddle, you've been in calls in Senate where we've been clowning on an idiot and they just start without provocation telling us every aspect of their life, some of which sit there tell us, their phone number, their addresses, where they work, the name of their parents and what they do, and it's not even solicited. There's something about the internet that, by and large, has removed inhibition from certain people, and they just start trauma dumping or they start info dumping on people because they want to be seen, they want to be heard. This especially is true for children, unfortunately, because a lot of children, they are in households that uh, the parents are neglectful or they're ignorant or they don't care in general. So what do they do? They turn online for validation. The problem with turning online to validation when you're a child specifically is there's no shortage of adults that are going to absolutely take advantage of that for either their own personal gain or for entertainment or for sexual gratification. And you've got to be cognizant of this. And if you run a server, you also have to be cognizant of this. Yeah, I think um, what it comes down to, too, is especially some of these kids that are drawn to cartoons, like, you know, our general environment. Like, I know I'm like this, where we want to have a creative peop- or a creative community around us just to kind of talk or just, like, that gets us. Like, everyone wants to be gotten or, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, in a small, you know, uh, how what do I want to say in a small like town or something like that where there's not really a lot of children, let alone children with like diverse interests, then it can be problematic. And these kids turn to the internet because they they just need someone who gets them, you know. And I feel feel bad. Like it can be really great, and Discord can be a really great resource for kids um, to do these things again if they are safe and they have you know resources. And they you know there's daily parents involved yeah. so and unfortunately uh, in the online space specifically because people are so accepting sometimes to the point of unbridled stupidity people allow dangerous individuals into their community whether it be if through a unwarranted stupid sense of second chances or whether it be the why well, don't want to judge somebody or sometimes just absolute apathy um, there's some culpability of people who run these things to have some standards for who they allow in their chat, or if somebody misbehaves, they should be removed instead of given a billion different chances to continue to screw up and cause harm to people. And you have to be very specific and very careful about this when you know you have children in your servers, because while you might be able to do an overlook of the server, you don't control what happens in DMs. And these people know how to manipulate children because children want validation. And when a child gets a validation from an adult, it's something very special to them because this person is older than me, with more life experience, and they are validating me. 
that gives them the kid attention, and if the person's a predator, they know that. They all know that. So that's what they stick with. That's why when I when I have people that have been around me or they'll say, well, I have friends. I'm like, all right, how old are your friends? And they'll start pe- naming people underage. I give them a side eye. They may not necessarily be predators, but there's never a valid reason for that. There's always something sketchy going on there. Maybe not sexually. Maybe the person's just a complete worthless idiot, and the only people who value that person's opinion are children. But my point is they're a very vulnerable group of people, and if they're not protected at home, they have to be protected by other people. And sometimes the children are going to reject that, and you can't always help that. And sometimes even getting a hold of the parents doesn't work because the parents have no idea how the Internet works because they just don't care to find out. Yep. It can be hard for the, the older generation to be involved, but they should be involved in some capacity. Um, what what are people doing online? Just just like if they're just gaming or if they, 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 they're on their phone or talking, maybe just sit down in the room for a little bit and just, just curious what they're doing and, and be, be involved like once in a blue moon. Yeah, I think just to kind of structure the, the conversation, I think there's a lot of different ways to look at it. There's the parent who just kind of wants their kid to find a nice, healthy group online that's supportive of them. I think we might have to break down what a Discord bot is a little bit for people that might not understand that and just like, you know, how a parent can have that role if they they so choose. Discord is, what is Discord and like, is it hard for me to use? And then why we can get to some of your like worst case kind of, you know, things, behavior to look out for as far as, you know, a predator and that kind of stuff. Man, this is a fun episode, isn't it? Um, (laughs) So I guess, go ahead. When it comes to Discord, for those of you who are closer to my age and probably don't know or older, uh, back in the day, we had a concept or a program called MIRC. And MIRC is essentially a Discord, but the ability to call so if you just tell parents, you know, Discord is essentially a chat application. That they'll understand because they know what a chat room is. Even my grandma knows what a chat room is. She's 98. So you have to break that barrier by telling them that. And then you have to tell them very directly, okay, this is a application where anybody can, in one way or another, talk to anybody else. So first thing, and I've been through this before with a few other people, first thing you need to be with your kids is you need to be open with them. And they need to learn to be open with you. If there's not mutual trust there, you're not going to get anywhere. There are times kids are going to hide things from parents because it's embarrassing or because they know they'll get in trouble. There's been a lot of cases we've had where, of course, you're going to have to get the parents involved. You have to. And the kid doesn't want to because they don't want to get in trouble or they don't want their Internet access revoked. And, again, this comes down to kids not thinking three-dimensionally because they're not adults. They don't think long-term. Kids think of the here and now and if X will get me Y. And Yes. They don't think, all right, well, I might get grounded from the Internet for a few months but once I'm back on the internet, there'll be better safety precautions. This won't happen again. They just think I'm going to have months without internet and that's not acceptable to me. If they get grounded. So that's, that's step one is building trust. You have to have that. Yeah. The communication is very important between um, the parent and the child. Um, also just, just some, just some education in general um, for, for on both ends will help a lot. Um, some just, just common internet etiquette like you don't use your real name online this is probably 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 step number one when when creating um, an online persona you you want to base it off of something else like an avatar or something to to you don't want to you don't want to make any references to you your real real life where, where you live um um what will your like it should be some kind of interest or hobby or something and then then 
you're, you'll be more safe there. You need to create barriers between you and people who want to want to hurt you. Are you saying uh, that your name is not Riddle of Lightning this whole time? No, it's not. It's not. It's not. But we like we grew up like like when we first were introduced to the internet, we're like, oh no, it's full of evil predators. So we have to be careful about who do we 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 communicate with online. We we were all taught that growing up, I think. I don't think they really harp on that anymore. And I think they should a little bit, but I don't know. Fear mongering can only get so far. There can be good people online, but there's there are sketchy people, and it's really hard to um, um, gauge how much distance you should put yourself you you between um, other online people. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of waffling. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, when when the internet was a newer thing. And there was a lot more fear mongering about it, maybe perhaps justified in some cases. Um, it was scary. Yep. It was unknown. Parents couldn't control it. Parents didn't know what was going on. So a lot of heavy steps for safety were put in place. But unfortunately, much like when you have a neighbor's dog when you first move in that barks at you and it startles you when you pass by the fence, over time, you stop getting startled by the dog. Just same way it is with the internet. Um, now that the internet's so doggone common to the fact that we're carrying around in our pockets, something we did not even have a concept of long ago, uh, parents have now become extremely lax and they stop paying attention to reality of what goes on out there. They think that a child predator or somebody down the street with a windowless van, they don't think that child predation isn't just um, what happens in terms of physical touch. It can also be soliciting nude photography. It can also be having sexual communication via erotic role play, which happens a lot because unfortunately... When kids hit puberty, they, they get all those intrusive thoughts and they start acting on them and stuff like that. They, of course, want to feed it because it's a new sensation to them, and they run into absolute scumbags. That's a problem. But it's only a problem that adults and grown-ups can solve or the people in authority in these rooms can solve, and it takes work. And unfortunately, there's a lot of parents that don't actually want to put work into things. And you also, like, this is also knowledge for children as well to not get yourself put into situations you don't feel comfortable in. You you always have the right to say no uh, when someone online asks for this or asks for that. It just just you, you do not feel, like always say no. Like get either get help, get someone you trust to to look over it and like like help you or just block a person. Um, you don't feel pressured into things that you don't feel comfortable in. Even if they they think you think that they're in some kind of position that you'll get ahead or You'll, you'll like they're a streamer and you want to get get to know them or they're a YouTuber and just because they're uh, an, um, a person online that you want to get to know, you're not obligated to do things that make you feel uncomfortable. Um, yeah, last thing I'll add before we kind of move on, I think we need maybe break down Discord a little bit more for the for the boomers out there. This one's going out to you. Um, yeah, one of the things that I learned while doing this, the KP work is um, trying to like as a YouTuber, we've talked about this before, is as anyone on the internet, like with some kind of influence, if that's what you want to call it, just have to be really aware as far as people aren't making themselves uncomfortable to put on a face to you to get you to approve them, if that makes sense. And, you know, like I am all for, you know, children having access to the Discord in a community if it's safe, but... I think, too, like, if they have access to, I mean, 
a lot of YouTubers have their own fan servers right now. And a lot of, or not right now, they, they're popping up just with everything else, just with gaming, you know, because Discord is like, you can make a, a group for everyone where it's also, Yep, so if you, you know, your kid has like a, a, a YouTuber you watch and they play Minecraft, they have, might have like a Minecraft server that they, and a Minecraft Discord that they talk through and stuff like that. And then you, that's how I, the user interacts with the YouTuber these days. It used to be on the comments beneath the, mm-hmm. the video now it's a lot now it's a lot of time through discord or through twitter yeah so you know just kind of keep an eye about or around like how your children is or try or going around that kind of community because you know i just don't want to because everyone can be there including bad not people. only yeah everyone can be there because they're attracted to you know whatever the youtube it is and they can just they can use that as a common interest ground and be like oh you like this person i like that person and then you know can get it, it slowly escalates. So, um, so, um, Lyo, tell me more about Discord for the modern boomer. How does, what do you mean, an online chat room? Discord being an online chat room essentially breaks down to it is a place you can go, an application. Uh, for the boomers here, it's just like your Walmart application or your uh, Facebook application where instead of individual profiles that you have to visit to talk to somebody, it's all in one giant room, and there's multiple different rooms you can be in at any given time, up to 90-something, I believe, and all these have subrooms in them, and they all focus around different communities or different personalities or whatever have you, and your kids can operate in there and talk to anybody they want, and unfortunately anybody can talk to them too, so that's why the block button is there. Yeah, um... You know, they have plenty of how to use Discord um, YouTube videos on the YouTube if you want to learn more information about that, I guess. You know, you know, if you're making a friend for, if you're making a group for your daughter and like her online friends, if you want to just be the moderator because she's 12, like, I feel like that's probably something worth looking into. Yeah, it's, it's like you're, you're doing a big thing. So, you know, you can, you, it's, it's a way just to keep an eye on things. And if people are coming in and out of the server, you know who they are Strangers. and they're not just like, you know, stranger danger. Um, so yeah, it's it's and Discord's pretty easy to use once you get used to the interface. It's not it's not particularly. It may look scary because of a lot of the group chats sometimes, but it's not that bad. I promise. So, um, okay, moving on, Leo. Uh, what are some tips for moderators, or what is a moderator for again the boomers? And then, what are some tips for moderators to look out for any um, sus behavior, as the kids call it? A moderator for for boomer, you know, analog is the closest thing to like your boss. Mm-hmm. In the room, they can remove people, they can mute people, they can make it to where you can't type, they can stick you in rooms that you can't do anything, they can remove you from the server completely and block you, they can just kick you from the room temporarily. They have full control over what goes on in that room, in so much as who's allowed to stay and who's allowed to speak. So that's how the moderator tends to operate. That is their job, and if they are not practicing due diligence servers go out of control and people become scumbags and bad behavior begets more bad behavior. Um, and like for people who aren't used to looking out for manipulative tactics, what are some phrasing or what are some wording or what is some like, you know, behavior that might be kind of, um, something to maybe investigate further. You're so mature for your age is a classic. Is what a lot of predators try to use to open up the children, the child to it's, the it, validation. It, yeah, that borders on like things. love bombing, which is a cult tactic. 
You, you try to get yeah. someone's favor by praising them in certain ways, and then they lower their guard and they, they, they think you like them because um, they're, they're giving you positive attention. And other red flags or somebody who wants to do as erotic role play or any role play really without getting solid verification of her age, even if it's just you saying I'm X. And if they do get your verification and they are not also a minor and they are still able to go with it, you need to distance yourself from that person immediately. Uh, unfortunately, what a lot of these predators do is they use emotional manipulation. They become friends with these kids and make the kids reliant on them. That's usually the dynamic there. So sometimes it's a struggle getting the kids to understand, no, you are being taken advantage of. No, that's not your friend. And you need to leave them alone. And we need to get these people reported to the police so they can be properly dealt with. Because these kids, they don't have um, an overall understanding of what's going on other than this makes me feel good because I'm around somebody who validates me, even if sometimes... Um, they don't think about the fact that this person's also lied to them or made threats or whatever. So there's a lot that goes into that as there is anything else. But it's always going to come down to a predator is going to try to sucker you. He's going to try to validate you. He's going to want you to get your guard down. So he's going to praise you. He's going to overstate your importance. Or he's going to tell you how much you mean to him and what what he'll do if you're not around. One of the biggest ones, and a little bit of content warning here, a lot of them like to fall back on the tried and true. If you're not around, or if you tell people what we've done, I'm going oh, yeah. to kill myself. Just, a, yeah, just about everyone we've ran into tries that tactic. Because unfortunately, with a lot of kids, it works. It works a lot less with adults for the most part. There's of course abusive relationships there in adulthood as well. But for predation specifically, it doesn't work as well with adults because we're a little more steeled to that. So our response to that is okay, then do it. But with kids, they're they're terrified. So people use that as a tactic. Yeah, they're, they're worried that a person's actually going to do it. They never do it. They know what they're doing. They know there's a manipulation tactic. But yeah, that's that's some of the key things. Wanting private conversations with the children. Wanting to isolate them. That's how these people operate. Because when it comes down to it, we use the term predator, obviously. But there's more that leads to that. What does a predator do? A predator isolates its prey. A predator um, tries to destroy it. it, it a leopard doesn't go after a group of gazelles. It goes after the it's weakest one in the back. And alone. Because he can take it. Correct. Isolated. So we call them predators for the obvious fact that they're preying on children, but also because their activity is much like an apex predator where they're looking for something weak to prey on. That's what you have to do. And it's harder to get kids to understand it because there's part of them that you're an authority figure. And if they're teenagers, they automatically want to buck against that because that's just the teenager's right, essentially. They, they want to show the old people they don't know what they're talking about, but they really need to understand this isn't a matter of, um, I think your rock and roll is too loud and too grungy. It's a, these people are going, not, are, not can, but are going to hurt you, and you have the ability to stop them and you need to because they're not, they don't care about you. They don't care about what you're going through. They just want you for their own vile gratification that's all you are to these um, people you're a lot, a lot of the time in the PSAs when it comes to child grooming they often just pick girls but it can, this can happen to boys too so don't think if you have a son that they're they're safe either from from this kind of attention unwanted attention no question oh no question no question we've had we've had a few cases of that as well the problem we have in society wise is for some reason our society tends to treat female uh, child uh, predators. Yeah, the, 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 that's just the way it's advertised. But I'm just to make sure that it, it, they're aware this could happen yeah. to boys as well. Yeah. 
Oh, without question, and it has, and unfortunately it will continue to. So what you need to do is, and this is this is where a lot of people, including adults, unfortunately, tend to struggle. They give too much information because they, they want to be part of the group. They want the validation. They want um, to be heard. So they'll tell people about their personal problems, their real names, where they live, what schools they go to, um, all this other stuff that these strangers on the Internet do not need to know. So you got to stop. You have to be more guarded. You have to be more service level. Um, if your name is Stevie76, um, people should know that you like XYZ Cartoon and your pronouns maybe and um, he likes to draw. They don't need to know. Um, my mom and dad work at Safeco. They hate each other. Um, I have suicidal thoughts. You say that to a therapist or your parents. You, you don't tell random people because they will will absolutely yeah. weaponize. They're it slowly building you. a profile and about they, you, they and then they can find out don't who need, you are. Yeah, yeah, and you certainly don't need to be telling people what your kinks are of all things. Because again, you're a kid, and that's gross. But secondly, you are putting a massive red flag on yourself yeah. for, for predators to target yeah. you. I think a, a big dumb. problem is like when we were growing up as kids, like all of us wanted to grow up to be like astronauts or doctors or something like that. But now. These generations, they see like a YouTube influencers or um, streamers on Twitch. Like those are like the, the, the professions people want to grow into. And these are online professions and they see these public figures out there. And so they believe that they should be more public about their profiles. Um, even with these online personalities, like you, they don't overshare any information they have to. Um and you you should be aware of that as well. Like even though if, if you see them online, like on a recording, they they're not going to sh- tell you where they live or 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 where their parents' name made a name is or stuff like that. Like you, you, they don't share more information than they need to at a given time. Um, and you sh- you should be aware of that as well. Just because you see them doesn't mean that they're 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 going to be they're, they're going to know their first and last name. They and you shouldn't be giving out your information either. Correct. Um, keeping yourself safe has to be a proactive thing. It yeah. can't be a reactive thing. Because unfortunately, once your real name and all that's out once there, you can't out, it back. You can't put it back in the bottle. That's that's the one thing of the internet. Everything you say and do, once it's once it's out there, it's it's recorded forever. There is no delete button. The, you can try to delete the message, but it it's never gonna it's never gonna actually vanish. No, it's not. And again, this also comes down to communication. Your parents need to know what you're doing online. It's like they need to. Otherwise, they're not going to know how to protect you and they're not going to know what's coming if something goes wrong. So they need to know. They need to know what websites you go on and parents need to be proactive in checking kids' devices because kids are given way too much autonomy about that online for whatever asinine reason. So, uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just asking, like, worst-case situations, how do you escalate to... um... Police involvement, if you need to, for parents, I guess. Okay, here's the key thing that a lot of people miss when it comes to reporting predators. People like to go to online tip lines, or they like to file FBI reports. What you need to do is you contact your local police department. Not the police department of where the predator lives, not the FBI. You contact your local police department. You give them all the details you can, all the information, and you hope for the best. Unfortunately, that's what I have to say. You have to hope for the best. Because our our modern police seem to be more interested in whether or not somebody's going five miles over the speed limit than they are whether or not children are getting preyed on online. And I wish that wasn't the case, but we live in that reality. So 
brace for the police to do nothing, in which case you need to keep yourself safe, and then word needs to be spread about what the individual did. Because if you just leave it to the police in that case, and again, I'm not talking about vigilantism, I'm not talking about going and breaking the guy's kneecap. No matter how much you I'm want to. I'm talking about warning people of who he is and what he's... <laughs> Trust me, I know that one. But you have to let... Yeah, you have to let your community know, because if you don't, he's going to go to other people. That's how these idiots always, always work. They don't ever stop. There's never a a one and done. Like, I, I dealt with somebody today that was making all sorts of excuses for... Um, overlooking somebody's previous child predation, saying, well, I thought he learned. If you actually go around thinking stuff like that, you're a moron. These people don't learn. They're predators. This is just what they do. You can't be naive. Victim. Correct. Correct. It's, It's like your dog when he gets into the food and you scold him and he looks down, but the minute you turn your back, right back in the food bowl. That's that's how that's that's how these things operate. They and something has to stop them. And if police aren't going to be the ones to do it, then involved. you have to minimize. Yes, you have to minimize who they're capable of targeting because it's really easy for these predators to target people when nobody knows who they are. But if everybody knows literally who they are, and I do mean who they are down to their name, they have to find other places to be, or their name's completely ruined, and they have to get offline. Or in the case of one guy that we busted. Um, we bullied him into talking to his therapist about his activity, and then she reported him to the cops, and that guy actually wound up in jail. Yeah. So, you the communities, they the biggest problem I've seen with a lot of these online communities is they are so obsessed with only positivity. We don't want to deal with anything icky. We don't want to deal with anything in reality. So they ignore it, and for some cases, you can do that. For some cases, I understand that. Um, a lot of these places are, are you can't You can't be talking about politics 24-7. As, as much as no, you can't. But at the same time, this this isn't a matter of politics. This isn't a matter of ooh-ooh, soft feelings. This is a matter of there are people in your community that are being targeted. And if you are a leader in your community, you have some level of responsibility for that. Now, some people have a bucked against that, saying, well, I don't have that responsibility. Buddy, if these people are literally watching your stuff and joining your community, yes, you absolutely do. Just like if I open my home to somebody and something goes wrong, I need to be on top of that. I need to take care of that. That is my responsibility. It doesn't really matter what your personal thoughts are on that. If you want to be a leader in a community, you have responsibility, and it's self-earned responsibility. If you don't think you have it, you can delete your channel, you can remove your social media, and then you won't have that responsibility. But nobody wants to do that. This always takes work. Any form of leadership takes work. And you don't get rid of these people by making it comfortable for them. I've ran into several situations where we had one guy who was a predator, and we found out he had a a buddy that was backing him up that was playing interference for him and we dragged him into a call and ripped him asunder and then he went into another server hopped and called to try to calm down with these people in that server knowing what he had done noting that he had aided a child predator not just somebody who's like into lollycon or whatnot that's has questionable morals i'm talking about like an actual person who preyed on children and they did not like me coming in there and tearing into him because well he's trying to relax you're not owed relaxation and you people aiding this idiot and being soft, you're not helping your community. You're doing active damage to them because you're making it seem like it's okay to be this way. And it's not. It's not all right. right. You get kids hurt that way. Um, man, this is a dark episode. Okay. Um, whew, so I guess... KP, you're um, in charge of your server. Oh, no, it's... 
it, that the responsibility has dawned on me. But no, you're right in the sense that like I don't think people think about. I think they just think of like oh. You know, I want to be famous. I want to be horse famous, if that's, like, a thing people are still saying in 2022 or whatever the case. And, um, you know, there's people who are content creators because they don't have their shit together because they make content as a, another form of escapism or that kind of thing. And, you know... Children can get caught up in this shit. I, there's, there's... Yeah, and there's not really a way to regulate the content creator being a shitty person or not having their own shit together or stuff like that. But, you know, if if they're self-aware enough, maybe they just shouldn't make a Discord about it or uh, make a Discord group where everyone is invited or kind of... Uh, I don't know. You know, everyone just needs therapy at the end of the day. True that. But yeah, if that's not something you signed up for, you know, then I would, you know, agree. Like, on some level, if, you know, if you make a Twitter account and you have one follower... You have one, you have some influence over that one follower because they're someone like, they think that they, like, we've talked a little bit before in the past about, like, you know, the relationship that people think they have with online, their online personalities, just like they do an actor with actors and that kind of thing. And, you know, they don't know these people and they're not obligated to, you know, do anything because they're an online personality or that kind of thing. So just something to note that, like, that person is potentially trusting you or there's trust to be gained throughout the whole relationship, even if they're someone you've never known or met before, but you know, they're still there and it's, I don't know. I'm just kind of rambling now, but it's just something to think about if you're interested in making content in general is that, you know, you have to be, you have to, again, you can't, it's hard to screen yourself, but you know, ideally you're someone with good morals and, you know, ideally you're not someone who's going to gaslight other people, but uh, sometimes it's not always that way. Yeah, and just for qual- just for clarification, because you know people only have the time to hear what they want to hear. I'm not saying if you are a leader in a community that it is your job to go and actively hunt child predators. I am saying that when you are shown one or you are demonstrated there's one in your midst, you have a responsibility to mark and avoid them and to remove them from where they are and to speak out against them. I'm not telling you to get in the, in the trenches here. I'm not telling you to help me hunt these people down. I'm not, telling you to, I'm not telling you to do any of that. I'm just saying you have a level of responsibility, and if you do care about your community, that is something you will take on, and it's okay. You don't have to be downbeat with it all the time. Like I said, don't expect you to join in on hunts, but when you have somebody in your server, somebody like me comes to you and says, hey, here's the receipts. You have X person there who has actively preyed on a child, I don't want to hear back. I don't want to see drama. I want to hear, okay, and then I want to see him removed. Because at that point, if you just don't want to see drama, you need to step away. Because this is people we're talking about. This isn't your Minecraft channel or your action figures or the, the owl house or whatever it is. This is the end thing right now. This is a matter of common decency and the safety of children, which should be paramount in most people's minds. If you don't want to deal with it either as a Discord mod, then just make it an 18-plus server. But that is also yeah, true. Like but we're talking about the safety of children, and this is where they're going to be at. Yeah, I mean that that's a valid way to handle yeah, things. Is just have an eighteen plus server. The only problem you might have is, of course, people lying yeah. about their age. But that you but can't help. Even if they do lie about their age, and you still hear about predation, like adults can be preyed upon as well. You should still oust them. <laughs> now, for the record, when we're talking about um, other servers, let's say that. Say in Senate, if we find a child predator in Senate, 
what we're going to do is we're not just going to you know, mark and avoid him. We're also going to drag in McCall. We're going to get a confession. We're going to make fun of the living daylights yeah. out of him. Then we're going to kick him from the server. And then we're going to post the call, and everybody's going to know exactly who they are. Not everybody has to do that. You might just have to remove him and be done with it, but there's some culpability there regardless. It's good to have You want to make receipts. sure it's dead. Yes. Yes. Both on both. Both uh, One, I want dead. Two, uh, receipts are always... Evidence is always the gold standard. Not just word, but it has to yeah, be evidence. Because too. anyone can say anything on the internet, as as the the, the Arthur TV show said. <laughs> what do you mean? Somebody really do that? <laughs> Go on the internet and make or damn it, I messed it up. Go on the internet and just yep. make stuff up. Do that. Don't worry, the the editor will cut it, thank and goodness. then it'll be perfect. Thank you, the editor. Timing will be great. Yeah, thank. Uh, note to editor. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh if they leave that in. Just like the last uh, one. We'll see. Um, just like... Oh my god. Anyway, on a lighter note, so um, I guess before we move on to some fun story time, which I'm sure a lot of people are interested in, um, do you have any advice just for kids? Since we've been speaking to the parents the majority of the time, but just to reiterate, what is your general advice for kids in order to stay safe on the on the internets? Your safety has to be in your hands for quite a bit of this. I know it's not fair. I know it's not easy, especially if you're a kid. But you do not owe people information about yourself. You do not owe them your time. You do not owe them any of that. If you want validation, if you want to be part of a community, I recommend less online, more real life. Um, join community cleanup efforts. Go to your local uh vet clinic and volunteer to take care of the school animals. School clubs. You can do a lot of things on your own. Yeah, you can go to school clubs. Um, start a fight club. Literally any of these are better than getting tangled up with a bunch of adults. And be aware that adult business is not your business. And when I say adult business, I mean if you're under 18, don't get mixed up in the affairs of adults. I've had a lot of idiots they'll see me tearing into somebody and some kid will try to come in and try to piggyback off it and I had to tell them to sit down and shut up. This isn't your business. You don't need to be in here. You don't know what's going on. Also, don't, don't want bait to hear predators. Yeah, we have... Yeah, definitely yeah. don't do that for two reasons. Number we one... We had a big deal with this a while back. Number one... Yeah. Number one, you put yourself in danger, and I'll tell you why in a moment. But number two, uh, if you succeed and you report to the police, it's not going to go anywhere because it, it, it can be considered entrapment. So... No, if that's your intention to make somebody break the law, congratulations, you've done literally nothing but make somebody go away scot-free. The main reason, though, and this is what I say by kids not understanding things three-dimensionally. When I say you're in danger, I don't mean that you're going to fall in love with the predator and he's going to prey on you further. What I mean is it's extremely easy, much easier than people want to ever believe, to find out who you are online. So the predator can find out who you are, dox you, swat you, and then you have to explain to your mom why dad's dead because the cops came in with a flashbang because you decided to try to bait a predator. So you got to be real quickly. mean here. I mean, it's I'm not wrong, though. And here's the thing. And it has to be mean, and kids aren't going to like this. You're not smarter than adults. Unfortunately, you're not even smarter than predators. They're pretty dumb. Adults. They, are, they, they, they are pretty dumb, but... They know things around society and how to how to track things better than you do because you're not even aware of these things. We 
we, we'll get into this in story time, but I wound up finding out that a certain specific person was a child, and I was able to find them to report them to their parents. You don't think a predator could do the same thing if they had the same resources? And they do, because it's all online? Of we'll course have, they can. Don't be stupid. We'll have You're not going to win any trust. <laughs> what do you mean? I've been using Bing this whole time. Heathen. She is the lost cause, then. All right, um, so I guess, you know, you're... I don't know, I want to say your work, but your stuff the kind of um, overlaps with the, 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 the Lord's work, as they call it, um, overlaps within the Brony fandom and that kind of thing. So I guess you can probably tell the story that will be in most demand, and then we can go to one or two others if um, until we run out of things to talk about You're and everyone so wants to take a nap. Well, I don't, e- I don't even know which one will be in the most demand, but I can tell a few randomly. Um, okay. I'm surprised you can't the the one in the circle. There's just so many child players. Which where do I start? Oh, that one. Yeah, so I don't out. But anyway, go ahead. That one I wasn't involved in. Oh, so, okay. But, Never mind. No, then. I came. I came. I came after that. But that was handled poorly, unfortunately. And there's some people that still don't understand that. So we can go over it a little bit. So um, there was a My Little Pony analyst that went by the screen name of Toon Critic Y2K. Big in My Little Pony, big in Thomas the Tank Engine, for some god-awful reason. This individual is... Hey, don't hate the the Thomas the Tank Engine fan. I don't hate them. I'm just confused by them. (laughs) But um, his name is Zachary Keyes, and for several years he had been a different level of scumbag, putting hands on people, um, having orgies at BronyCon, putting locking somebody out of their hotel room, general scumbag behavior that should have cost him his position a long time ago. It came to light technically in the holiday season of 2017 that he had been in a sexual communication with a 14-year-old. Now keep in mind, Zachary Keats is in his 20s. And here's where I cut them a little slack. Very little. Brony reviewers struggle first and foremost in general any intersocial reaction, but they did not know how to deal with a child predator at all. They didn't know how to report it. They didn't know any of that, so they just stuck with Google, and that's a problem. So what happened was this was sat on for about a month because the person who got the information didn't want to, and I quote, ruin anybody's holiday, which still makes me mad, but I'm going to move on from it. And they dragged him in call. They told him what it was about. They gave him 24 hours to turn himself in, and then they dropped information to the FBI tip lines, which... Again, it's not how you do it. So what happened was this individual has yet to face consequences for his actions. We've done, on the back end, after all this, we've done everything we can to try to get the police to actually look further into this, and unfortunately that hasn't happened. But the nice thing about Zachary Keyes is he is really goddamn stupid. So what he does (laughs) is he'll start a new profile, and within a week he'll tell people who he is. He always does, and then they come tell us, and then we expose him again, and then he goes into hiding for about another year. The thing is... You've got to report them properly. That's why you have to go to your local PD. You don't go to an FBI tip line. You can't do bare minimum. Um, I don't want to interact with actual people work. This is something serious. This isn't you making an online appointment with a dentist. This is dealing with somebody who's predatory. And you can't sit on it like that either. If you're just gathering data, gathering intelligence and information and evidence, that's one thing because you're building a case. But you don't sit on something like that. Because their, uh, their eventual end game because they don't know how law works, was they were thinking they weren't going to tell anybody about this until Toon Critic was in jail. 
Yeah, you got you got to make a case before someone goes to jail, though. You have to make a case. You have to have trial. You have to have pretrial. You have a lot. Of, it can take years, and they wanted to sit on it, and you can't do that. You can't. I don't. I don't know where these people um, got their mentality about how the world works, but it, it can't come from a cartoon, guys. It can't. So that's the well, big when one. When going to the police, exposed. like what information do people and, like? What is the actual information people turn in? You need to turn in if it's by a chat loss. You need to turn in the screen caps. You need to turn in the information about the individual, meaning their real name and address. And here's where people get really angry because there's a, a what's the word I'm looking for? A taboo about the concept of doxing. That no matter what, it's always bad. Doxing, when it comes to finding out a predator's name, is justified for the simple reason of you can't go to the police and say Vegeta six four two diddle the kid. They're not going to know what to do with that. They have no clue. So they're just going to go in low priority. But if you give them a name, you give them an address, all this information, evidence, they're more likely to do something with it. They don't always, unfortunately, but they're more likely to. So you need to come with any evidence of them knowing your age, talking about how young you are, talking about your role plays, stuff like that. So I actually branches off into other stories here. So... We're going to go a little bit down the timeline here. So in 2019, it was the last BronyCon. And there was somebody there who decided that he'd be very um, very brazen at how much of a tough guy he was and how he's going to protect people from another individual we'll get into here shortly that we didn't know was a monster till later. And we found out this idiot, who worked at BronyCon Security, was trying to get 14-year-old girls in his hotel room to have sex with them. Yeah, that was a big deal. So, well, the thing is, what's funny about this idiot, I didn't have to go digging. He put his driver's license on his Instagram. Don't put your personal information up on the internet, kids. Oh, and, and just to clarify, um, conventions are, like, you know, if, if, you're, if your child wants to go to a convention, recommend in general as long as you're with them and keeping them safe and stuff like that i think conventions can be great experiences and i deal with a lot of children at conventions all the time who are with their parents um but you know this is someone who was on discord you know all of the red flaggy things yes should BronyCon maybe have maybe maybe uh what's the word riddle where screen screen yeah maybe BronyCon should have screened their employees a little better but that's that's a hindsight thing. No, they they flat out made it very clear they didn't want to comment on it at all. They actually went into one of his victims' DMs and tried to gaslight them. Yeah, and that was well because this this actually, this story actually relates to me a little bit. And like the frustrating thing on my end is not only that, um, you know, and I I get when when people don't want to feel encountered or when people don't want to feel accountable. One of the things they will do as a business will say, oh. You're, you're, you're making a scene and my fans will go after you or my, you know, whatever will happen. It will make us like it, it will cause X bad thing to happen if you go public with this information. And, um, that's really not true. Um, it's frustrating that that happens, but it is something that happens. But, um, to get back to my story, um, for those who, for those who, no, for those who have seen my canceled video, I talk a little bit about this, or I tell kind of this analog or analogy. But essentially, um, the BronyCon staff was not 
working with me very nicely. Um, they were really frustrated that I spoke out publicly against them because they were basically, uh, what's more, victim blaming me a little bit for all the, the older stuff that had happened that we, you know, that now has been cleared up. And, you know, I was really frustrated because, like, near the end or near the beginning of the con, they were trying to punish me by taking away my vendor table, but then changing their minds last minute. Or And it frustrates me so much that their priority was me, someone who was just dissatisfied with their business decisions and found them morally not correct versus, you know, the stuff Leo's talking about. I just hate it. And I hate that that's the priority. But don't be afraid to listen to your own guts. If you feel like you're getting the... the the runaround and that that little that little that little voice in your head is saying I think they're just I think they're making sh- stuff up. Um, you should probably listen to that voice because they're probably trying to give you the the workaround and you should probably pursue it. You can always talk to a therapist and and see get a therapist's point of view too because they actually have you know degrees in psychology and they should be able to tell you this. Sorry, we, we got off if track. You're not sure. Yeah, we got a little off track. Continue, Leo. Okay, so when it came down to dealing with Grizzly, we had everything. Everything we needed to know. We had his name, all this. Um, While he lost his job due to this, and I've even had, because he was an EMT, if that's not terrifying enough, I've had other EMT places reach out to me just because he applied there and they looked him up online and found out about him through my videos. Um, Unfortunately, there were no charges pressed because... The police made it very clear, and I still have the report that I filed. They said, we need the youngest victim to also file a report. And she didn't want to. Because she did not want her parents to know. Yep, that is, that is a shame. And it is. It is, absolutely. So, that rolls into, unfortunately, the other one we had. So, one of the down parts of being a child predator hunter is there's a lot of people who do what's called troll shielding, and I don't know if that's what you guys, if you guys are too well aware of troll shielding. I know Riddle is. I don't know if KP is. Um, but troll- I, I probably will understand once you explain the, the, the subtle, like, I want to say once you explain it, but I'll probably get pick up what you're talking about as you start to explain it. Okay, troll shielding is if you are part of a group that can be targeted for mockery or ridicule, you go to the groups who would do it and you get in with them and you make fun of other people similar to you so that you're not targeted. Oh, I guess I don't know that. But yeah, it's basically just bullying someone else so the bullies don't target you, right? But we could do it with predators. In this case, go ahead. Yes. Unfortunately, we had two people that were outed for child predation after Grizzly. One was Fusion, and while the person that he got together with in his country would have passed legal muster, technically he still had in possession what is essentially child porn. So he got outed. The second person was actually the person who initially outed Toon Critic, Joshua Keith Vito, who, after the Toon Critic fiasco, decided he needed to start trying to diddle little girls. And so far he's been caught with three different uh, people that he's preyed on, and he has been reported multiple times to the police, and we're still waiting to see if that goes anywhere. So he assisted us in several predator catching operations. He's given platform and all that, but essentially it was just to try to cover his own nonsense. And he got outed, and his life's kind of miserable now, and I'm completely happy with that. Now, 
Would you like to hear a story that's a little funnier, though, since I've gotten yes, everybody super need, depressed? Um, yes. <laughs> I like how Riddle's like, okay. yes. Okay. We had one child predator who was dumber than you could ever possibly imagine. So he tried to make excuses for his actions. He tried to run about abusing alternate accounts. And at one point, he tried to convince us he was innocent because, and please don't be drinking anything when I say this, he said he was possessed by the ghost of a Thomas the Tank Engine character. What? <laughs> I am I, not I even miss, kidding. I missed this are, are one. They're, they're even... <laughs> oh no, this would have been the best one to make pictures out of. <laughs> now, thankfully it was on Twitter. Uh, it's long since gone. I think Zavaya has a catalog, but no, that that was a thing. That happened. Now, uh, since I gave you something funny, let's talk a bit closer to child safety that thankfully isn't about a child predator. Um, it's about a child being stupid. So there used to be an account on Twitter called Zoophile Police. And Zoophile Police's function was to report zoophilic, pedophilic um, content on Twitter. There was an individual who was the head of this group at the time named Balana. Balana claimed to be a 27-year-old woman who worked for Raytheon, a cybersecurity agency that works through the government. Now, somebody, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get too into weeds with this, but they made a false accusation of somebody, and that wound up putting them on, on my radar and Coyote's radar. And when I got into chat with them on their server, I noticed they wouldn't get in a call, and their argumentation was really dumb. So I'm like, "You're a kid, aren't you?" And they freaked out, and they're like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm XYZ thing. So I did some digging. Balana, the 27-year-old woman, was actually a 16-year-old that had used her mom's ID to fool people into thinking they were an adult. Who had a, yeah, who had a history of, well, sexually assaulting their, their brother and self-harm and all this other nonsense. So I wound up getting in contact with both parents because they were divorced and Balana got pulled off the internet and I haven't seen them since, thank God. But that was a complete and utter mess. But it also proves that you're not impossible to find. I didn't have to go to the white pages at all to find Balana. I just had to follow a paper trail. Simple enough by looking up their, their Twitter post and seeing where it correlates with whom, what name they used previously, finding that account, and then finding them on Facebook. Facebook's the big linchpin with a lot of this. Yeah. It's very simple. And, you know, I had some people doubt what I said. And I, I brought their most trusted guy in because I wasn't going to pass it to everybody. And I walked him through how I did it. I'm like, you people have been getting clowned on, embarrassed, and scared of a 16-year-old. Yeah. And then I find out, you know, this person's had sexting conversations. Never sending their own photos. Always taking it from some other site. Um, they had some people convinced they were a extremely large woman. They had some people convinced they were a very scrawny one. Uh, they had some people convinced they were black, others that they were Asian. This person was just out there um, getting all sorts of attention. For um, I, I would be cheeky and call them a reverse predator, but that's not quite how that works. But it's obvious people being too stupid to vet who they're talking to. So that's how a 16-year-old wound up almost tanking the Zoophile police account through their own incompetency because they want to pretend like they're a big boy. So, so no, it's not it's not hard to find somebody. When it comes to, like, people all. lying and stuff, like, the light is really good disinfectant for all this kind of stuff. 
just just bringing people into actual accountability like actually talking with them and stuff is a, is a good way to like verify if things are true and um yeah i guess in well we'll get to this a little later but like one of the things i wish i went or wish i had resources as far as like when i originally got ptsd is just the information report uh bogsy and as well as you know his parents really weren't really willing to take accountability for but at the time i had plenty of evidence to build a legal case if i really wanted to just to get him sent to juvenile to juvenile hall or something but you know it's it can be really draining on these victims when these things happen that they don't want to have anything to do with it anymore which i get so i guess you know to keep that in mind and keep that in mind like to protect yourself or to, pe to protect your kids you know like do you really want to deal with this at the end of the day like it, it's probably easier to um to, to gatekeep a little bit as far as just being a mod on Discord than having to pay for all the, the trauma therapy your child needs from something you weren't paying attention to. Yeah, and in, in some cases it just gets really goofy with dealing with some of the parents because you know for all for all the parents we've talked to that have been reasonable and understanding and wanted to, the best for their kids, there's always the idiots. So we had an incident where this dumb kid named Jian um, decided he'd hop in the server and start bragging about the dumbest of possible things, like his rapping, where he talks about raping people, or he apparently at one point, for whatever reason, sold nudes of his um, classmates. And this is a, this is like a kid. This is like a kid. And, uh, you know, they said, well, that's behind me. And you I'm know, a changed we, we man. Oh, no, he never claimed that. Oh, but he's okay. Like, I'm the, just... The, 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 yeah, I get it, though. Uh, the, parents are, the parents aren't really concerned with that. I'm like, you know what? I don't believe you bring a mom on. Of course, he didn't have a mom. It was a grandma. And I thought, I'm going to explain to this woman what her grandson's doing, and she'll pull him offline and tell him to knock it off. Nah, that didn't happen. Instead, she justified everything he did. So, at that point, what do you do? Well, I did look into it, and of course, there, there was nothing out there about what happened. So, you know, filing reports and all that, but I didn't have anything physical to give them. And we just had to resort to mockery. Yeah. So we just started making fun of the grandma for being completely stupid on a moral level. It made her mad, yeah. But believe it or not, that that kid showed up a few a few months ago, like a year, maybe closer to a year ago. This was this incident was years old. It's like you know what? After that call, I've kind of changed my entire life around. I'm really ashamed of all that stuff. That stuff when I did when I was a kid. I want to pursue an actual like job in the music industry, and I want to get my degree. I'm like, oh, so making fun of the city actually got him like flustered enough to change his life. So that's, that's a plus still shouldn't have done that nonsense, but you know, kids are going to do really ridiculous things when they want attention. And unfortunately this person wasn't right. in the best of households. Right. It's like, you know, the, the underlining issue or the underlining thing I want to stress is for the parents is that your kids can commit crime on the internet and you are eventually going to be held accountable. You and your children are eventually going to be held accountable for that in some way, hopefully. So, you know, Keep an eye on what they're doing. Like you know, nothing justifies you want, bad you wanna, fucking you parenting. Just a random you know, police knock on your door. That's that's going to be kind of embarrassing. Yeah, people. I mean, and why I'm sure you you know this too, but people because it's online and because their face is shielded and all those obstacles are out of the way, they, I think they just think it's not real. You know, until shit starts in the fan and they're like, oh wait, 
What do you mean? You mean I can be held accountable for that thing? I thought it didn't oh. count because it was on the internet. If you want, I got a fun story for that. Sure. Okay, so there were these two dumb teenagers. Sarah brought them into Senate to essentially tell them both to knock it off and go their own separate ways. And out of curiosity, I hopped in the call. And <laughs> the one kid, the, the most aggressive one, like lost his mind when I took a short tone with him. And went on about how he wanted to kill me, how he's been in gangs, how he's six foot two and 132 pounds, which is anemic, oddly enough. And talking all this game, I told him, if you do not knock it off, I'm going to call your school. He didn't believe me. Took me all of an hour to find him. And I called his school. <laughs> and he got in trouble and he was mad about it. He's still mad about it. Like, he, he doesn't want to understand that it's not just the internet bro um why'd you call people about something i just said on the internet because it has long-lasting complications i said you don't you don't realize it i could have just told the cops that you had guns and you were in school and that would have been the end of it completely you're lucky i'm not a terrible person all because you decided to get smart and call and called somebody's bluff never do that to somebody who's confident you're an idiot kid he's still butt mad about that but it's still kind of funny because he uh during the day before he went to school and found out it all happened he was DMing Sarah. He's like, um, if he calls my school, nothing's going to happen. He's he's not actually going to call my school, is he? And Sarah's like, he's a man of his word. And it happened. And the kid's still mad about it. <laughs> don't be sending death threats online, kids. Um, yeah, please don't. Um, I guess for people who want to um, kind of be in the internet cop role, I don't know. I don't know if you have an official title or... You know, you have a you have a badge or anything like that. Uh, so, where can people learn information? Where can people start to gain credibility if they want to take a bigger, bigger step in like being a uh, server mod or just you know protecting others if they want to? They want to feel like Batman. Well, number one, you don't want to feel like Batman because when you do, you wind up like me and you got literal lunatics kicking down your door at all given times. Like I've had to deal with two of them today alone. But what you want to do in terms of responsibility is make sure that your morals are consistent and that you are consistent in executing them. Make sure that you're somebody people can trust. So when you say um, XYZ thing, XYZ thing is how it is and how it is consistently across the board. Try not to play favorites. Try not to make excuses and always own what you say and what you do. Being a good person, it's easy if person. you just do it. The world is much easier and much less complicated if you don't live in a web of lies. Because you have to keep track of all the lies. Uh, my mother is, is, is like this. She, she, she constructs, constructs her own little worlds of fibs and stuff. So sometimes she forgets about it and we can catch her in the lies. Um, when it comes to... Yeah, but, what it, but when it comes to like predation, like they have to create these scenarios in order to get around like reality. And the, the, just the amount of mental power it requires... Um, you can you can you can often catch them in their 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 silly nonsense. Well, I'm. Do you have any other fun stories you would like to share, Lyo? Because I think we're we're good with questions unless Riddle notices. No, I think we we're about to the end on my end. Yeah, and as far as fun stories go, I mean, some of them are literally up on Sarah's channel, where you have some of the calls that I've been in dealing with really. Can you elaborate? Because I, I don't know um, what that means. It's. Sarah, no, who, who's Sarah? People, I mean, where, where, do, where do they go? The maniacal. Oh, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah goes by the name of Queen Seraphina. You can find her on YouTube. She's done like large info drops on people like Falconic Chaos or that Junk Man. She tends to ah, cover okay. internet. I did not know of this thing that exists. 
Yep. People who are it misbehaving be online funny. and then being shown to be misbehaving online. It's 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 a, a a large chunk of her channel or a lot of the older stuff. Yeah. Yep. And you'd be surprised to see how many people who wind up getting in contact with their parents. <laughs> this sounds fun. Okay, well, I guess you get I mean, that's always you can you can always see what other people do to add out your predators and just take notes, I guess. Okay, Leo, and where can Correct. where can the people find you for your if you have if they have questions further or for your own content and all that stuff? Oh, okay. They can find me in the nursing home down the street. But no, seriously, they can they they can find me on on YouTube, on Twitter, um, Lyle Man Bad on Twitter, where you get to see me interacting with the Duranes on a daily basis, unfortunately. Or you can look at my channel if you just want entertainment. Uh, for for information about how to do proper um, child predator hunting, um, number one, you're before you even delve into that, make sure you have like the mental fortitude to do it. Because it's not easy. It's not fun in, in a lot of cases. Dealing with the fallout. It's always fun to clown on a dirt bag, but it's not always fun in terms of um, dealing with the fallout or sometimes realizing, man, the cops are not going to do anything about this. And that kid, that kid's going to be traumatized and there's nothing you can do for them. You've got to be, if you do not have an ironclad mind, don't do it. If you're prone to emotional breakdowns, if you're prone to night terrors, if you're prone to panic attacks and anxiety, don't do it. Find better ways to serve your community than predator hunting because you're going to destroy yourself yep. if you do that. Easiest way is just really block Virginia. them and call them a scumbag and tell everyone else around you. That's that's all you really need to do to help your communities and help the surrounding communities. And you're, you're doing a good job at that point. And I imagine, um, but just I imagine this is a yes, but just to reiterate for the sake of the podcast, if children or adults have questions about this further, they can contact you, correct? Yes, but for children specifically, yes. I'm going to ask that they try to talk to their parents first. What? I can trust the man about on the internet about predatory behavior. What could possibly go wrong? You can, but at the same time, talk to, talk your, to your parents. parents. We're signing up to Toontown. Yeah, whatever happened to just people, kids asking their parents permission before they do stuff online? They, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I... It's you know. <laughs> Mom, can I bully? Can I bully idiots? What do I get my bully please? license? <laughs> Ingrained. In oh, you flesh. don't get the license. I thought you were gonna say it you were you earn the license. Exactly. How, that how that's how it becomes part of you. You have to earn it. You gotta you gotta bully enough well, people that are being scumbags. And, um, yeah, it. and Leo in general, I appreciate you know what you do, and a lot of the communities we've both shared have had their share of dumbs and not handling the situations correctly. So, you know, I'm glad you're here to not take anyone's shit and thank you and help for being the internet's father. Idiots. Hey, everyone, everyone who's listening, can you DM him that? Oh no. <laughs> oh, <lip. laughs> oh, well, I'm thanks for having, hit crimes. Having, having us on your podcast, Lyo. <laughs> I mean, wait. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on our podcast, Lyo. Yeah, might want to reverse that one, buddy. Oh, the... 
Elaborate. Yeah, I, I, I got you. And Riddle of trust. obviously has known you very long, so he also speaks yes. highly of you. Right, Riddle? Is there ever a problem? How uh, long have you known Lido? About um, six to seven years now. Time flies. Yeah. Yep. Time flies when yep. you're old men together. <laughs> well, I think that's a wrap. All right. Um, oh, I'm trying to think if there's any other announcements that we got to make before the end of the podcast. Have a well. We're recording this pre Fourth of July, so I hope you had a good Fourth of July. Yep. Have, right, have happy hot dogs and fireworks day. Happy hot dogs, father. Yeah, that thing. Sorry, <laughs> tired. <laughs> and if you blow a Ray. and if you blow a limb or a finger off, please have a cool story, Um. Yeah, I th- I think we're good for con updates or whatever because we did that last time. So editor cut this, but yep. See you next week on animation communication. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Animation Communication on YouTube, Spotify, or your favorite podcast provider. We are really hoping the show makes a difference in how people view animation as well as media as a whole, as well as giving and providing advice for people all over the world who like or want to join the animation and media industry. If you like what you heard, please remember to show support by giving a like, a follow, rating those five stars, as well as subscribing to our main I Love Kim Possible A Lot channel on YouTube and turn your notification on. New episodes of Animation Communication come out every Wednesday at 6 a.m. EST on podcasting platforms and 4 p.m. EST on YouTube. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The KP Podcast for information about upcoming guests, episodes, and more, as well as our hosts, KP and Riddle, at I Love KP A Lot, and at Riddle Lightning on social media. I'm Kat, and thank you for being part of our community. See you next time on Animation Communication. <laughs>